You're listening to the Naughty Rude Show podcast, Sin's place for all things sex, health, relationships, and identity. So, so, so scandalous. You're listening to the Naughty Rude Show. Uh, my name is Stefan, but we'll, we'll just go around quickly and just introduce ourselves. Uh, my name is Stefan, and I'm a 23-year-old heterosexual cisgendered male, and I'm in a relationship right now. Uh, I'm Michaela. I'm 21 years old, female, a cis, and currently um, heterosexual and single. And I'm Katie. I'm 22 years old. I'm a cisgendered, bisexual, female, in a relationship with my boyfriend. Welcome, guys. We've got a good show planned for you today because we're going to be talking all about dating. Absolutely. Very exciting stuff. With a big focus on first dates for the most part. Yeah, yeah I think so, so good. Eight. And we'll also be answering your Tumblr questions, so please send that in at the naughtyroodshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. You do not need an account to ask a question, and it's also anonymous. So definitely send those in. But I think we're going to go straight into a song, Katie. Yeah, kick it off with this song's called I Get Off by Hellstorm. Yeah, some hard rock to start it off. You're listening to The Naughty Root Show with Michaela and Katie. You just heard I Get Off by Hailstorm from their 2009 album of the same name. Bit of a good uh, hard rock to start the show off. Um, So, Katie, what's the topic for, I guess, most of the show? Well, we're going to be talking about dating today on this Mm. show, most of all first dates. But um, right now I've got a question to ask you guys. It's in reference to dating shows. I don't actually watch many myself, um, but I'd just like to know what you guys think about them. You know, would you ever go on one? Okay, so as far as, like, uh, my love of dating shows, it is quite restricted to your traditional bachelor-bachelorette scenario. Mm. Um, I haven't seen a lot of these new ones coming up that, Stefan, I know you're a bit more across, um, like, first dates, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but I, I have a great dislike of them, and yet I watch them very intensely. Like, I think there's so much set up in the world of reality TV and obviously the scenario of one person arguably dating like 16 other people at once and trying to find the one is certainly an interesting idea. Um, Not necessarily potentially reflective of true reality, but makes for some great TV. And I can say I've watched many, many of an episode of it. Um, But I don't think I'd ever be able to go on one myself. Like I feel like it'd just be, yeah, too strange an experience. What do you think, Stefan? Well, first of all, I just want to say... um this seems a bit blunt, but I have no sympathy for people who go on those shows because <laughs> they know what they're most... Um, if we're talking about adults here, they knew that what they were getting into when they signed on for the show, for our entertainment. Mm-hmm. You know, make some money, get some attention. So, look, whatever happens, you, you know what you know what the world is like. Anyway, um, I haven't seen The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Uh, I guess I, I completely agree with what you're saying, Michaela, and that, like, you know, it's, it's one of those, you know, it's an ugly mess, but you can't look away. And it's a bit of a... Uh, it's, it's not good for our society in general, I think. I mean, that's all TV is nowadays. It's reality shows, news, and sports. Mm. Uh, that's why people aren't watching TV much anymore. But I watch... Um, I've, I've seen... I, I find first dates interesting. So that's a show where they actually, they get couples to come in, have dinner, and uh, at the end of the show, they try to... Um, they, they see if they want to go on a second date. So that's like... It's kind of like a bit more positive, I would say, out of all these shows, you know, compared to like Seven Year Switch. Have you, have you guys heard about that one, Seven Year I Switch? I have no idea. I know. What is it? <laughs> okay. So Seven Year Switch. Jeez. jeez. You okay. sound like quite a veteran of the uh, <laughs> dating shows for somebody nah, who doesn't like them that much. I, I've, never, I've never watched them, but like I look these up because it's just one of those things where I'm just like, oh, this is where society's going. So Seven Year Switch. <laughs> 
Switch. <laughs> seven year Switch is um, th- th- these people who have been together for like seven years. Um, what they do is they partner swap with someone else who've had like a trouble seven year relationship, and they say, um, do they do they miss each other or um, or, or should they should they move on that kind of thing? And w- when they swap couples, you know, they put them in like a one room, um, <laughs> in like a one room apartment or whatever, and there's like one one double bed. They don't have separate beds. So, um, you know, just so obviously there's no, um, uh, obviously they don't want sexual tensions in the new couple. So I'm just like, okay, so I'm, I'm just thinking, I think Channel 7 just wants to film people having sex. That's why they, that's, <laughs> I think that's oh what God. Channel 7 wants to do. And then there's, I just noticed on, on the ads in television, there's a new show called The Last Resort, which I think, which is similar. They try to get these couples who are about to break up and they put them on like a resort island or something, trying to see if they will get back together. Um, and then, and then there's um, there's so many other shows. There's Married at First Sight, which Ooh. is like the big one now, which which is just uh, come on, come on, who you need like a few years to know each other before you get married, or at yeah. least you know a few minutes, surely. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, the reason why these people are going on these shows, obviously, as you just said, isn't actually to fall in love. That's what mm. I think. My opinion is there's a different agenda. Mm. Um, that's what I. What do you think when they go on shows like Married at First Sight? It's obviously going to be such a train wreck, but, like, why do you reckon... What would be the psychology behind them going on those shows, do you reckon? I don't know. I, 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 I wonder sometimes if maybe they actually do think they'll fall in love. Yeah, it's that's like, the thing. Yeah. I think there was one... There was, like, a young girl, I think it was in mid- mid-20s. She might have been on. She said, this is my last chance. I'm like, are you serious? You're like, you're in your mid-20s. This your is not your last chance. chance. Open your Tinder app, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like... the. I mean, there's obviously the cynical view that, you know, they could be getting on it for the publicity, for just to be on TV, all that kind of thing. But I'm sure there are a couple of people that are just, you know, hopelessly romantic that think maybe this is going to be the opportunity and that they are going to be perfectly matched with someone and it's going to be amazing. And then, I mean, I haven't seen the show, but from Mm. what I've heard about it, there is a lot of um, drama and chaos that has ensued and not at the moment a lot of happiness from what I could tell. Well, for the thing for shows like The Bachelor or The Bachelorette or whatever, like Sam Frost has worked out pretty well for us. Yeah, oh, that's people, true. Like people, like, I mean, and now that she's literally the only one that I know, I couldn't tell you another mm. one. That, but like, is his name Richie? Yep, Richie. Yeah, Sam Wood was one. I, I got you covered. Yeah, all those. Like, yeah. He owns yeah. his own gym and stuff now. Yeah. You know, Cameron, like, oh. you can, you can sort of see like the appeal of why they would join a show like that. But I just don't think that I could handle like the public humiliation if I yeah. got rejected, <laughs> or maybe you could get rejected like gracefully. Like that other girl. What was that? See, I don't know enough of the shows <laughs> I even talk about. <laughs> Do you watch any of them, Katie? Um, my favorite dating show is X on the Beach because it's so dramatic. It's essentially Geordie Shore, but with more sex, if that's like possible. But yeah, mm. that is like drama to a T. So if you haven't seen it, definitely give it a go. How does that one work? Well, they're okay. They pretend like they don't know it's called X on the Beach and that's what they're there for. But it's pretty much like it's eight sexy singles go to like Portugal or something and they're like on this, they think it's just a normal dating show and they're in their bathers and they get to stay in this really nice house and like it's really cool. Um, but there's a lot of alcohol involved and they just like, it's just very fueled by that. Um, <laughs> and then. What they don't know is one by one their exes start appearing on the on the beach. <laughs> no. They come out of the water and then like yeah, chaos ensues because um, they didn't know, but everyone gets jealous and everyone's like very possessive and stuff. So yeah, um, it's a pretty good show. You guys should 
definitely watch that one. I think I might jump on that. Yeah, I'm a huge yeah, fan it's, it's of that really sort addictive. of caliber. That's what we were saying. Um, All right, I think yeah. we might just go into another, another song. There was song? more Tumblr questions. Well, I think. this one, you know, you wanted this one to be. I think you get to say this one. Okay. Uh, oh yeah. F- um, content, <laughs> content warning for this song, but it's actually we're really. It should be content warning for the entire show. Yeah. Let's be honest here. <laughs> we're talking about sex relationships here, but this one has a lot of f bombs. So. Um, this is going to start with a 40-second skit by Tenacious D called <clears throat> Hard Fucking. And then the actual song, uh, which is called Fuck Her Gently. This is a song for the ladies, okay? I, I put this on for the ladies. Right. <laughs> Tenacious D's self-titled album there. with the, uh, That song was <clears throat> Content Warning. Uh, fuck Her Gently. Um, Jack Black wrote that song saying that he was... He was he, um, he he was upset that you know all these all these little kids were watching pornos and you know they watch the pornos and they have sex with girls too hard and he thought that the, um, that little boys would um, get the wrong idea from those pornos because not all the girls necessarily like the hard fucking but maybe they do. <laughs> That's what do you, true. What do you what do you what do you guys think? Um, I'm not personally into it. I mean, it depends. It depends on the mood of the situation, you know, where it's coming from. If it's a respectful heart fucking, then maybe. <laughs> but um, there's definitely, I know, uh, um, uh, my friend actually was slept with a guy once that she liked to call the rabbit, um, where he would just, like, <laughs> pound so hard with no so- sort of, like, um, consideration for how she might be feeling. But it's, oh, al- it's almost this, like, uneducated way of having sex. So I think, mm-hmm. like, the hard fucking, it needs to be in a way that, um, yeah, is, like, mutual. And, mm. like, you know, there's sometimes sometimes hard fucking might just mean they don't know how to do it. So Essentially, <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Michaela? Oh, look, I think it depends on the day and the mood and, <laughs> you know, whatever I'm feeling for the day. Um, but, yeah, I think... Some soft and slow is nice. Sometimes some speed and pace and force is nice. But, yeah, all about that consensual hard fucking. Yes. <laughs> and also, you know, good foreplay and lube in the lead-ups to the hard fucking. Oh, too yeah. true, too we'll true. make it Or um, some, you know, better. nice foreplay oral sex situation. You might Absolutely. not even lead lube if it's good enough. <laughs> now, you are listening to The Naughty Rude Show with Stefan, Michaela and Katie, and we're going to go into some Tumblr questions, which you can send in anonymously, and you don't need an account, at... Uh, go to the naughty rude show dot com forward slash ask. Okay, first question. I think my friend and I are drifting apart. I try different things to get her attention, but she doesn't seem interested at all. What can I do to keep her around? She said um, this person says friends, so I'm assuming it's not like a relationship sort of thing. So just a friendship question. A friendship who's drifting apart. I wonder. Well, I mean, the, we don't get a lot of detail out of that situation, but mm. I wonder if it might be. You know, my least favorite thing about hanging out with anybody ever is repetition. If you start hanging out with someone and you do the same thing all the time, like it can get really boring. So I wonder maybe they've said they've they've tried. They feel like I've tried everything, but maybe. Doing an activity that you haven't done before, going on a like I don't know, going on a trip somewhere you don't know, or meeting new people, going to a party or something like trying to like get some versatility in that situation. It might um, you know make it a bit more interesting. That's what I think. First of all, I've got to think a bit more on that one. <laughs> what else? <laughs> what else do you guys think? Well, communicate. So maybe you can. Uh, I know it's a bit awkward, but you know you could ask. Um, hey, what's what's going on? Uh, we don't, we don't really That's hang true. out. We don't really hang out as much. Is yeah. there something, uh, is, is it me or is, is it you? Is there something happening um, that I could maybe support you with? Yeah, well, that's true because it might not even actually be about you, question asker. It could be something else in their life that they haven't shared with you yet. So mm. Yeah. That's a, bit of a good point. So um, don't, don't um, I guess, don't fear the worst. Um, don't, don't be too over the top of it, though. Um, it could just be innocently they're just busy with their own life. Um, 
you know, potentially you maybe it's possible you might have done something, but who knows? Um, you, you should just communicate with them because, you know, I don't know this situation. Only you know this situation. That's true. Yeah, look, I agree. I think that's pretty um, pretty good because, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've had friendships that have drifted apart in the past and sometimes that happens, you know, but if it's, um, you know, a friend that you do want to keep around that, um, yeah, communication, as you said, Stephen, I think is the best way to go about that. Mm. Great yeah. point. Friendship is very important. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, next question. Uh, this is a tough one, I think. Uh, so, my girlfriend is a virgin. How can I convince her to have sex with me? This is a male, 16 years old. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> well, first of all, I think the phrase um, convince her is sort of starting off on the wrong foot just yes, because I, I think that it needs to come out of a, um, a mutual respect, as we keep saying. We love respect and consent on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think that if yeah, if it is something you're really interested in, you're starting a dialogue, having a conversation about it, and it might even get to the point where you have to wait till she's ready because, you know, virginity is a big deal to some people. Mm. Um, so I don't really think that there's anything you can do to convince her other than being um, nice and friendly about it, I guess. Does that make sense? Yeah, uh, I, I agree because, like, you know, I think for some people losing your virginity is just, oh, first time I had sex, whatever. Mm. Some people, virginity um, is a much more important thing. So you have to be aware of that with her. And she um, she may not be ready. She may not. Um, I'm not sure how, how long you've been going out with this person is. She uh, might not be ready for it. She might not uh, be feel like she's close with you enough or she might be nervous about this whole thing. So it's, it's not a one-way street, though. So you can't... It, it's not really appropriate to convince her, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just just keep being the just keep being the best boyfriend you can be. You know, good things will happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, let's face it: all relationships, be they friendships, um, intimate like relationships, sexual relationships, anything along that, is based among um, trust and respect. Yes. So you know, it's not about and and with with. Intercourse as much as anything else, um, it has to be both people feeling comfortable in the situations, comfortable with each other and trusting the other person enough to open up some part of themselves to the other person, whether that's letting them know a secret about them or, you know, sharing some um, deep thought that they have or may may that be, you know, having having sex for the first time at, like, it's, it is a different level of trust for each stage of the relationship and you've got to respect that, you know, if she may not want to mm. at all. And that's totally fine too. Um, but, yeah, so I agree with what you guys are saying. Just, yeah, give it time and just keep keep being there and keep being supportive and you never know what will happen in the future. Yeah, uh, irrespective of whether she's a virgin or it's more like you want to have sex because you want to, I guess, take that relationship to the next level, um, you know, in in a good way. So it's not really about, you know... Uh, taking your virginity. It shouldn't be about that. It should be um, uh, engaging in sexual intercourse with this person because you really like this person. You want that relationship to go to that next level. It's not about convincing them to, um, for it to for it to go away, that sort of thing. Cool. Yeah. Love it. Okay, so I, I don't think I'll be able to answer this question, but where are some good gay bars and clubs in Melbourne? I want to make some friends. I remember one of my friends did mention a club called Peel. That was years ago. I don't know if that's still around. I know, look that up. <laughs> yeah, well, I've literally just messaged some of my gay friends at this point to ask them, and we've got... Uh, Puff Duff is a good one, um, like aptly named as well, but I've always <laughs> actually wanted to go. I don't, I don't want to go because I feel like I need to have, like, 
a group of LGBTQI people around me because otherwise, you know, there could be like a group of straight girls in a club. It's almost a novelty. So I haven't been yet, but maybe one day. Um, apparently Circuit is also good. And yeah, as you said, The Peel in Fitzroy. Um, and I've heard good things about Closet, my friend has said. Yeah, Closet is supposed to be good. They do it only like, like once a month, I believe. Mm. So yeah, there's some good ones. Michaela, do you know any other ones? Uh, look, you've, you've gone a bit further than my knowledge, I'm <laughs> not going to lie. Um, so, but yeah, it should be for you to get you started there. Yeah. Um, yeah. You guys never been to any gay bars? Or? Yeah. I, I, I like um, There used to be the GH Hotel, the Greyhound mm. Hotel. In yeah. Central, which I went to quite a few times because I... Um, I have done a lot of dance, so a lot of my friends were performers as well, and they had this huge, like, drag community there um, and had some fantastic nights there. But I believe they're not around anymore, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. Um, But, yeah. Yeah, nice. All right, well, please enjoy responsibly, my friend. (laughs) Uh, Please please send in more questions to... um, No, I lost the Tumblr. (laughs) Naughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. You can post us a question if you'd like because we will be able to answer it during the show. Um, Do we want to go to a song now? Yes, we'll go to a song and then we'll we'll keep up the... uh, Sorry, we'll keep up the the, the dates. Yeah, nice, (laughs) the dating theme. This one's Mm. Loveful by The Cardigans. What a tune! That was Loveful by The Cardigans. Um, you're on the Naughty Rude Show on Sin 90.7. I'm here with Michaela and Stefan. My name is Katie. We are talking about dating, all things mm. dating tonight, and especially first dates. Speaking of first dates, Stefan, you know about the show? First yeah, I was watching it this week because I find the, the show interesting. Um, one, one of the... So, as I said before, you know, they just get two people on a date, on a dinner date, and at the end of the show, they decide if they want to go on a second date, that sort of thing. So, you see if, if they get along. You know, the show tries to get people together they think would, um, you know, go well together. Um, you know, matching their likes and dislikes and that sort of stuff. Um, there was um, a Serbian girl who was put on the show this week, and this was, like, the second time she was on the show. So, last time, um, so last time she said no to the other guy. Because, uh, as she said, he was too funny. She has to be the funny one, apparently. <laughs> and um, this time, her her mother drove her to the date place. She said um, she she basically wants her to find a husband because I think she lives with her mum. It's just those two living together. And I think she really wants her, her, her daughter, who's like 26 or something, to to find a husband. Come on, you're in your late 20s. Time's running out. You know how it is. You know, if some families are like that. Mm. And... Um, she, it was a really, it ended up being like a really awkward date with this guy. She, she, it was like one of these, be careful with what you wish for because she wanted to be the funny one, the more interesting one, but this guy was so boring. He didn't, he barely said anything. Yeah, I don't understand why you'd want to be, why you would want to be more interesting or more funny because then it's like, isn't it, wouldn't that be boring? Like, yeah. I would hate that. No yeah, way. well, it was always, it was always um, at the end of the day, she's like, oh, what a disaster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I'm just like, what, what do you guys think about, you know, parents who, um, you know, try to coerce you to find love. I mean, my neither my mum nor my dad have really, you know, coerced me to do that, like, ever. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I don't have... My parents are sort of pretty chill about the whole thing. Mm. Um, I think that they, if anything, they'd want me to stop getting, like, boyfriends all the time. That's what I'm a serial monogamist, and um, <laughs> they keep being like, why don't you just enjoy life and be single? And I'm like, no, I want love. <laughs> um, but, yeah, if I had... I think the Lord, I don't have just stressful parents that sort of put that thing on. I think that would be really hard because it stops being, yeah, it stops being about love and un- like understanding. But, um, you know, for some people it works. Some people, you know, there's like arranged marriages or whatever and they end up falling in love with that person and they yeah. stay together forever. So I guess it just depends on the person. But yeah, I'm personally happy that my parents don't really give a fuck. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess every family is different. Mine is pretty um, relaxed with the whole thing. Um, in fact, yeah, my dad makes fun of, again, some, some of the dates that I go and that kind of thing. Um, Katie, I'm sure you identify yeah, with. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, no, fortunately, they are pretty relaxed. I do have friends that, you know, um, have a bit more of a uh, a little more pressure from their parents, especially yep. ones that, um, you know, they might be... Uh, first-generation um, Australians that, like, yep. uh, obviously their parents have certain expectations um, from the way that they grew up and the way that they were raised that um, is slightly different to what uh, maybe current day, like, Melbourne is like sometimes. Mm. Um, and I know that sometimes it is a bit of a struggle, but to be honest, they, they mostly seem to shake it off and do their own thing anyway. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, so this is thankfully this is Australia where um, everyone has their own agency, and you should, in my opinion, uh, date when you want to date, date who you want to date. I don't think it should be any outside influence um, should influence who you go on a date or whether you go on a date or whether you get married or even have kids that sort of thing. I think it should be up to the individual. Um, but yeah, me and my friends don't really talk about this kind of stuff. I mean, they only they know I have a girlfriend. They've met her like one time, but you know we don't really oh, talk. Really? About, we don't really talk. How about long have you much. and your girlfriend been together? Since like August. Yeah. August. Oh, yeah. okay, cool. I thought I just assumed it was like a really long time for some reason. No, that's not nice. Not too long. Do you do you talk about Katie? Do you talk to your oh, parents about? Oh yeah, my about? bloody boyfriend's over at my house all the time. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, <laughs> he just can't get rid of him. Um, what I was wanting to ask from that is, do you think that you have maybe not you personally, but pet professional? pressure from friends maybe like friends who think that you know it's like they're single so they want you to be single too or you know there's this sort of like relationship club does that make sense Mm -hmm. I have friends that like when their friend breaks it's like sort of happens in the way that when their friend breaks up with their with their partner then everyone sort of tends to do it and then it becomes like a singles club yeah Yeah. well like that's interesting like uh a lot of the girls from school that I'm friends with at the moment um there's, what is there, five of us, six of yeah. us? And um, they're all in relationships, yeah. all of them. Yeah. And, like, I went to one of their weddings last year, which was terrifying wow. because I'm 21 and I was like, oh, my God, weddings. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, they, like, all my girlfriends made it their mission to find me a date. Yeah. And it was, yeah. like, I'm just so not that kind of person to put myself out there. Um, I'm enjoying being single. But it's an interesting flip in school. I was always the one in relationships oh. and they oh, were all okay. single. So it it's an interesting time. Do you find it a bit patronising in that sort of way that they... Or is it um, more of a helpful assistant? Look, I think they genuinely want to help. And most of them have been together for a while. So they're also kind of live vicariously a little bit. Yeah. Like, oh, that true. guy's cute. You should get with him so yeah. that I can like mm. feel like I'm exactly. part of this. Um, but yeah, haven't gone through. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think um, it's not just, you know, in a way, it's not just your friends. It's also, I guess, society in general. So, mm-hmm. you know, just, just, ima- just if you remember like when you're, when you're in year seven, first year of high school, all these like people going, oh, why don't you have a girlfriend? Why don't you have a boyfriend? You should be <laughs> mm. dating. That, that probably, I think, seven. <laughs> That, that yeah. impact. Look, that impacts That's everyone. True, that impacts everyone. It just over time, and then you know yeah. that thing is kind of into your society. I think when I, when I, um, you know, a few years ago, I started to think, you know what? Um, I think everyone should um, try dating because it's just character building in general. Yeah, you do like, learn a lot for about yourself that you wouldn't learn. Yeah, be, being alone. Because um, if 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 you if you don't really date anyone, you know, entire. Um, your entire twenties, for example, then you, you're age thirty. You have no skills because that's a thing. Is dating is actually people don't realize that dating is a skill. Skill building. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it is. A, it is a skill building, and you have to. If if you don't really know what you're doing, if you don't understand these social cues, then it might be harder for you to date in the long run. 
Plus, you know, obviously, sex is good for the good for your health. So, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I think that's interesting because yeah. I mean, um, I I could say the flip side as well because mm. just saying before I was in relationships in high school and stuff, um, there was like a five year, six year period from about year eight through to like uni that I was with someone and. After that, I learned a whole lot when I was single because yeah. I hadn't had the chance to, yeah, be single by myself. But okay. now I'm like, how do mm. I adult date? I don't <laughs> oh know God. how to do that. <laughs> wild. Um, yeah, no, uh, with, that, sorry. <laughs> with that sort of thing, I think that it's so hard because that's when I – I learned so much from being alone – but I haven't been alone in so long, so it's completely different. And, like, I do agree there's skill building, mm. but at the same time, I mean, you made it sound quite sterile. Sterile. But yeah, <laughs> just, like, it's skill building. Like, this is who you are. But, yeah, I guess you can learn a lot from being alone or being with a, in a relationship. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I just don't agree with necessarily pressuring other people to be that way. What you were saying about the society thing. Yeah. How, like, our society rewards people yeah, in relationships. That's society. Have you guys seen the movie The Lobster? No, I haven't. You should totally watch It's, like, such a good, um, like, way to view society where they have, like, people in relationships get rewards. I suggest that everyone see that movie. It's with Colin Powell in it. <laughs> but that's just, that yeah, that's um, a good societal repre- representation of, like, yeah. relationships at the moment. Well, I guess um, when I said um, skill building, it's not skill building as in, you know, learning to play guitar. That's yeah, yeah. It's definitely yeah. not like that. But it's, um, you know, social skills is, you know, skills, and dating is part of socialising, that kind of stuff. Yeah, right. So, yeah. you know, you, you learn... Um, we, all three of us here because, you know, we've learned some lessons over the time. So, you know, you need to, you know, make mistakes, learn lessons um, during your dating time. Yeah. So, um, you know, just because me and my friends, we used to, um, you know, uh, we used to hang out and try and, you know, improve ourselves, that sort of thing. Hope, and try, nice. trying to make ourselves, you know, better people. And what happened was, you know, all of us, you know, you know, we, we made more friends, we, we met more people. And, you know, a couple of us actually did get into relationships. So it's... Um, it's you know it's just you know if if you're if you, if you work on yourself you know become, become a good person good things happen to you. Do you still have friends in your friendship group that haven't you know been in relationships and they have sort of drifted apart in a way? Or, or well, the the, the 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 couple of them that were really interested in improving themselves mm. they got into relationships. The ones that were just like there, I guess, for support, it didn't work out for them because they yeah. weren't really you know trying. Mm. They weren't be, they weren't being smart about. It. They weren't um, you know actually. Going out, meeting new people, trying going out frequently because that's that's really the best. You're way saying to meet they people. stopped trying to meet new people? Is that what you're um, well, it's more like they weren't they weren't really trying. Oh, They'll right, just hang around, right. just just hang around. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. That's hard. Mm. Yeah, um, I agree. Uh, do you want to go to a song now? Yeah, let's yeah. go to a song. Okay, well, this song is called "Merry Happy." It's by Kate Nash, and this is the sort of bad side of dating where you're mm. sort of losing interest in one another and forcing it on. So let's give it a listen. And that was Merry Happy by Kate Nash. Uh, It's a song about dating when it doesn't go all the way you planned. You're on the Naughty Root Show with (laughs) Unsin 90.7 with Michaela, Stefan and Katie. Um, We're talking about all things dating tonight. And now we want to, like, you know, get a bit positive. We're going to be talking about good dates. Mm. Good dates that you've been on, guys. Good dates that... Um, we'd like to go on one day, hopefully, hint, hint, to <laughs> my boyfriend. <laughs> um, yeah, so what do you reckon the best date you've got been on? Okay, um, well, I think 
best dates I've been on is anything that's not a dinner date, <laughs> in my opinion. The one you see on that show, First Dates, where they're just having a dinner, where it's almost like a job interview or an interrogation. It's it's not really fun. You don't really s- see their, their personality. Because yeah. it's just, you know, you're just staring at each other, talking, and there's so much pressure into it. When you really should be doing a fun activity, or as, you know, best way to describe it, go on a, an adventure, so to speak. Mm. So, this could... One thing I did is that um, I, I met my girlfriend around the time Pokemon Go was huge, <laughs> and she liked the game, and I liked the game. So what we did is we um, just walked around and just played Pokemon Go. Uh, we, we had we had a meal at, at a little restaurant too, but it wasn't like uh, it wasn't a too fancy restaurant. Mm-hmm. It was just like a, we just had like a little small meal, and then we just walk around and play Pokemon Go and just talk. And, you know, that's like that's like a fun activity. Yeah, know? nice. Um, something to enhance um, eating and you know just walking around. Um, you know, because you know, you get to you get to talk, you get to enjoy something together. There is, um, it actually feels like an adventure, and it's, it's almost like that person feels like they've gone on multiple dates with you. When you, because um, if if you're just there for like an hour staring at each other while you eat, you you feel like you haven't really done much. Yeah. But if you eat, if you you know go for a walk, do other stuff, you feel like you've done a lot of things. So it's almost it's almost you've gone on like multiple dates in one go. Yeah, that's true. Change of scenery, yeah, really makes it versatile. Um, one one of my favorite date ideas is. I mean, maybe not for first date because it's pretty intimate, but maybe that could be a good thing, is uh, the drive-in cinema, mm. mm-hmm. um, getting snacks and stuff, going in, seeing a movie. There's one in Coburg and in Dandenong, if anybody would like to take their date there next time. Um, but, yeah, I love it because you get to see a movie. It's something to talk about, but you don't have to worry about, like, not speaking in a movie cinema. Like, that. Mm. I hate watching a movie oh, and not yeah. getting to talk to the person next to you. It's not as a big deal because you get to sit there in your, in your closed space yeah. and get lots of snacks. I think that's true. I guess, like, um, because you drive in, you can, you know, get closer if you want to, Mm. but you don't have to. Um, Yeah, because I I agree. Like, generally, I've been on a few movie first dates, and it's kind of, you know, because you're just sitting there awkwardly, like, next to this person and not being able to talk about anything, Mm. not getting to know them, and then you're like, cool, that was great, see you later. (laughs) I'm like, I could have just gone to the movie on my own, but I love the thought of the drive-in. I've never actually been. Yeah, I've done. Oh, my God, guys, next week. (laughs) But I've done, like, those outdoor cinemas, you know, like, Oh, the yeah. Botanic Gardens and those kind oh, of ones yeah. during summer. Them. They're awesome. With the deck chairs. Yeah, yeah, Very or even romantic. just a blanket. Solid, yeah. yeah. I think um, I think movie dates can work. I mean, I'm not sure if I'd say be the best for a first date. Yeah. But they can work, I would say, if if you... um, Because, you know, usually when people go to the movies, they have a meal, then they see the movie. Yeah. But I think if you actually go to the movie, then have a meal... Yeah. It's like the date continues rather yeah, than the date true. just abruptly ends. You can ends. talk about the You movie. can talk about the movie, exactly. And if you're... But it, it would be a good first date idea as well if you're, like, a massive fan of, like, what you're about to see. So if you really love comic books mm. and, like, the new Marvel or Avengers movie comes out and you guys have been dying to see it, I think that's a good first date. Yeah, And then definitely. you have dinner right after and talk about how much you love the movie but, or something like that. But yeah, what if true. they hate it? Like, I guess that's the thing. Like, what if it's something that you're really excited about and they, like... You really love, and then they come out and they're like, "That was terrible." I, like, I guess it's a talking point. Yeah, but would that be a deal point. breaker? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I think you shouldn't. Um, you know, your likes and dislikes makes p- human beings interesting. Yeah, that's true. You shouldn't pretend to like something just because someone else likes it. So, you, yeah, that's something to talk about. Yeah, and that <laughs> might even happen anyway. Um, you know, b- boyfriends and girlfriends and partners or whatever they mm-hmm. argue constantly. Yes. So maybe yeah. it's a good way to test the waters. <laughs> whether you actually can have a heated discussion and it not get, you know, too awkward or bad. 
Um, another like good date idea is maybe like a picnic. So as we were talking mm. about, you know, taking a blanket out, and you were saying you went around, walked around the park, and stuff yes. like that. Mm-hmm. That's another good idea. Is taking a picnic. That's a very romantic one. I think mm. even maybe a surprise picnic. Yeah. You haven't told them what they're doing, and then you whip out a picnic basket <laughs> with like you know the checkered red and white checkered like <laughs> blanket, and maybe like, have like prepared. a French man like playing the accordion <laughs> next to you or something. Like, that would be a really good idea. Oh, man. <laughs> the kind of dates that I love are the activity-based ones. So, yeah, yeah, like, these sort of things. But even stuff more active, like, um, I don't know, I went to, like, the Royal Melbourne Show once mm. as a first date, and that was awesome because there was all this excitement and chaos going on. Uh, there were plenty of talking points without it being, um, you know, struggling for conversation because yeah. you seem reacting to the same stimulus. Mm. Um like, what other active ideas have you got? Well, I definitely want to try rock climbing. Oh, it's nice. a good way to, you know, socially acceptable, have a cheeky look at the butt too. <laughs> I was going to say, you've got to be in the harness. <laughs> but that's very good, like, active day. Um, I used to love it when I was, like, you know, a young kid, but you don't do it unless you're on, on like, school camps and stuff. But there's North Walls in Brunswick. These are for the people that live in Melbourne. And also hard rock climbing in the Melbourne CBD. Yes. That's mm-hmm. the one quite near to where we are right now. Um, it's a huge... It's very scary, but that's also a good way to test, you know, how they are with, like, fearful or high-stress situations. I would find, personally, a, quite a big turn-off if they're a big wuss about it. Yeah. <laughs> you got to add, like, a sense of fun or game or adventure to your date. So, yeah. the other day, me and my girlfriend, who, you know, we've been together for a while now, we went... She likes art, so we just went to the art gallery. Lovely. And, um... And, you know, it's just, you know, you look at the art, it all looks nice. And, and you know, I'm, talk- I'm talking about previous experiences I've been to art galleries. And then I'm just like, hey, let's, let's play Spot the Penis. So seeing if we can find any penis-shaped things in paintings. And then uh, she won because there was like a statue which obviously had a penis in it. So I lost. Um, <laughs> so you could, you could do things like that. Add, next time we go, gallery, play Spot the Penis. Yeah, that's, there yeah. would be a lot of phallic things, even that that aren't even real penises, just mm-hmm. like you know, dick and ball looking things. Yeah, I exactly. totally agree. I'm just gonna play that game all the time wherever I go. <laughs> yeah, I'd be surprised. Um, also, another thing. I mean, it depends on whether you drive or not. This is. It was actually not a date that I went on with a partner of mine, but just one of my friends. But I did think it was a really good idea. Is doing a day trip like around. You get in the car. Perhaps Warburton is just an hour away, and it's, you go to this place called the Redwood Forest, and all the trees have been um, planted in like a grid. So when you stand on one place, that you can look directly down. It's like a hallway, but yeah. of trees. It's mm. really cool because you go on like a nature walk all day. It's free, other than the fact that you have to get there if you want to drive or whatever. But that's a good way to I don't know, must maybe not maybe it'd be for a first date, but a prolonged date where you know that you're going to be spending like a good intimate amount of time with each other. Also playing, you know, a few verbal games yes. like mm. guess who my favorite my favorite game to play is game of thrones guess who that's a good one that you can play on dates because if they're like game of thrones obviously or your other mutual shared interests um yeah that's a good date that i would like to go on <laughs> i'm thinking of these all these dates i can take on by myself yeah <laughs> i'm loving it i'll just go to the forest on my own i think okay. just make sure you um if, if you're the one to organize the date do something that you like and you think mm. they'll like yeah. with you so if you do like going to art galleries take them with you oh, if true. you like going for a drive go for a drive with them yeah if they don't like nature walks don't take them on a nature walk <laughs> well yeah you gotta you keep keep in mind with what they don't like <laughs> yeah but um keep in mind which 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 you like if this is um you know little um bar or club that you really like you can you can take them there mm-hmm. um if, if you think they would really like it and then you know obviously add, add the adventure element to everything and all that you know because so many so many dates are just simple you know I, the one thing you should take from this is 
stop going on like first dinner dates that kill grandma. Yeah. That your grandma and grandpa went on with, like <laughs> where you're just staring at each other. St- you stop doing that. Do something. Do like I said, an adventure. Um, something that you like. Something that, you, that would be fun. And all they'll think about is how you know awesome the date yeah, was. Nice. Um, also, it helps if they really like you because the truth is, uh, my girlfriend actually said this to me. She said that um, you could have taken me to McDonald's and I would have been fine with it. Aww. <laughs> so yeah, if if crazy. if you um if if that person likes you enough, you could pretty much do anything and they'll they'll I like it anyway. I think that's true. Yeah, I mean, like some of the best dates I've been on have been the simple ones. That mm. yeah, exactly. If it is the right person and you've got great conversation, like you can just be walking around for three hours and it feel like ten minutes. Yeah. Um. So I think awesome. Have a plan. Have awesome things that you want to do, and you know, don't just walk into it blindly and be like, "Cool." So what do you want to do? Um. Like have an idea, but be open to a little bit of flexibility as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know one where I walked around. I think it was Ligon Street, where there's like lots of Italian restaurants, and we just we just walked around and I and I asked her like. Uh, do you want some coffee or ice cream? She wanted ice cream, so we got ice cream. There was like a park, there was a bench, we just sat down. I love that yeah. park on Ligon Street. That's a really good date yeah. park. I've actually been on a few dates. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's close to where Sin is, so if, yeah. you, if you live around here, go go, go there. Give I don't even go. know what the name of the park is, but yeah, that's a good <laughs> it's park. It's a nice park. <laughs> um, yeah, well, now I reckon we'll go to another song. I actually have a very interesting um, few more dates that we could do, but we want to talk about free dates. That's what we're going to talk about when you don't have a lot of money. Yes. That's coming up next. This song now is called Rather Be N- Lonely by I Know Leopard. Um, it's, yeah, the opposite of what we were talking about. It's sort of another bad date sort of situation. <laughs> <laughs> that was Rather Be Lonely with um, it's by I Know Leopard. You're on the Naughty Rude Show with Michaela, Stefan and Katie. We are talking all things dating. We were just having a conversation about good date, good mm. date ideas. Um, now we're going to go on a bit further I was talking about before, f- cheap or free dates, which yep. is definitely my forte because I don't like spending a lot of money on my dates. They don't deserve it. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I've got a few things here. I think that it's hard, especially in the day and age of like Netflix and chill. I think mm. there's a real danger zone inviting someone over to your house yes. because mm. it's sort of like there's that expectation about the sex and stuff. But, you know, the, all things aside, I think that cooking dinner together mm. is a really nice idea. You get yeah. stuff from the supermarket. It's a lot cheaper. You know, it's, you know, like you could do some ghost like do it rolling pizza dough, you know, behind each other's arms or whatever, throwing, like, fruit, ch- cute food fighting or something like that. <laughs> you know, I think that that's a really good date idea, very cheaply. Well, that one, well, that one be careful because I've heard stories on, 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 on both sides. One, whereas um, one of the one of them can't cook at all, so it just be- becomes awkward. And number two, the other one is too much into the cooking that any time they do something, like, no, 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 that's how you do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. Oh, yeah, well, that's just being a, not a control freak. I feel freak. like you learn pretty quickly about the other person, though, with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but then, like, you know, if the person doesn't know how to cook, maybe cooking with someone who knows how to cook is, like, it ends up being a cooking lesson. Mm. I think that's a really good idea. That's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's a good idea. Yeah. You just got to keep these things in mind. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, another one is making a fort. Because this oh, is one you could yes. do at home. I love forts. I love blanket forts. I love all that sort of stuff. Especially if, you know, you live out of home, you could really get, like, into it. Making huge, like, hanging it from the chandeliers. That's my thing. Because I live with my parents. And I can never make too much of a mess, which is awful. But, yeah. <laughs> making blanket forts and, like, really getting into it. It's like that episode of Community. Have you seen it? When they, yes, yeah, I have. Yeah, yes. when they make the forts. Like, doing that around your house. 
like because that's a we were talking about activities. That's a good activity to mm, do. That's a good one. Yeah, thanks. I want to try that yeah. one. Yeah, thanks, great. Katie. That's okay. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. Um, and obviously another one is the beach. But yeah, you know easy. that's pretty good. I don't actually enjoy the beach that much though. So, mm. but you know if you like the beach, why mm-hmm. not? Um, not probably not anymore with the weather. Yeah, not right now, but. Later on. And the park, of course. Yeah. That's similar to All the beach. All that sort of stuff. We're yeah. about nature's walk before as well. Um, this is my actual go-to when my friends, um, you know, ask me, like, oh, I'm going to go on a date soon. Like, Katie, where should I go? One of my favourite things to do is Chinatown and, like, Chinese BYOs because you're just only spending, like, a plate of dumplings, but you bring in your own wine or whatever. Yes. And it's, like, so much better than going to, like, a bar where, you know, you're paying so much money for, like, a drink or whatever. So, yeah, um, Chinese BYOs in Chinatown especially are a great idea. I love doing that. And karaoke? Yeah, well. karaoke. Oh. That, yeah. That's a pretty risky first date sort mm. of move. But, hey, look, um, I think if there's a risk, take it. Yeah, oh, why not? You know, you could do the grease duet. Mm. Like, you could really get into it. I feel like, yeah, you'd learn a lot about the other person in terms of how willing they are to throw themselves into situations where they feel totally out of their depth and very uncomfortable. Exactly. And find- a lot of people will just jump and embrace that and yeah. really surprise you in many respects. And, like, I don't know, I find that quite attractive if someone is able to just completely humiliate themselves in front of a group of people singing horrendous karaoke and still like come off smiling that you know that's a win for me very admirable quality you know it reminds you of like you know we all have like these work friends we don't really know anything about outside um, outside of work they just seem like boring or closed off and then you know you might go to a work event for example possibly karaoke Mm -hmm. and then they just completely change he's like wow this person's actually like a really fun person yeah so it's like when you go on a date do you want to be that boring do you want to go on a date with that boring work friend or do you want to go with that fun karaoke singing person you should definitely be on your like utmost behavior on like fun, confident, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. If you go into a date and you don't care and act boring, like, literally, there was literally no point in going on the date in the first mm. place. Yeah, that's true, yeah. That's a good way to do it. Another one is cheap dates. Karaoke might... Is karaoke cheap? Um, yeah, it can be, okay, as long as you don't spend wherever, money on food and other stuff. Yeah, wherever yeah. you go, that depends on that. But um, another one is window shopping or going to Ikea. Um, but not actually buying anything. It's, I mean, depending on how ambitious you are with it, you could even, like, decorate your future home. I mean, it might not be a bit, it might be a bit too much for, like, a first date, but I would totally do that. I'd le- It's like classic 500 days of summer date. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really good idea. I would love to spend, like, six hours in Ikea. <laughs> I regularly do. I, yeah, like, yeah. Let's, uh, my friends will know. Like, I one time I went to Ikea and I was by myself. I was getting a whole bunch of stuff for um, my room and I live-tweeted and Instagram and sorry Snapchat story the whole thing um, with just my commentary nice. and there was, there was like you know that dance in Love Actually where there's um, Hugh Grant doing that like yeah. shuffle thing yeah. his daggy dancing I was doing that in front of like a whole row of mirrors and filming myself and having a great giggle and then I got to the end and there was like a it would have been about a 75 year old lady <laughs> standing there just giving me this look I was like and just ran away. That's um, no fun. IKEA date sounds amazing. Yeah, you gotta you gotta not get me in that market section though. Where's, where's all that like cool stuff in the bins, like candles and like um, pot plants. Yeah, like... pot plants. Oh my god, literally, I can't go in there. It would be too much. It would stop being about the date. It would just be me filling up one of those yellow bags. Um, and bringing it back to home as well. And this one again, going prefacing it depends on how competitive you are. But board games night. Yes. Yep. Doing like articulate is a really good board game. That's one of my favourites. Also, Cranium. I don't know if there were the Craniums you could do with two people, but Uno, some good, like, healthy, competitive, mm-hmm. maybe some Monopoly, you know. Uh, if it's Monopoly, stuff. I'm out. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I really like Monopoly. I really like 
Yeah, yeah I mean, that's why it's I'm, good to have lots of options. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just stack them all up all together. Um, yeah, that's that's a good way to do it. Even maybe like a good old truth or dare sort of situation. It sounds mm-hmm. a bit cliche, but if you don't have a lot of money, like, well, you could make up your own stuff. If, if you're going on, like, a hike, um, which is free, obviously, if you're going on these uh, on these walks, you know, one of the adventure elements that I've talked about, you can ask the 20 questions, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, so you ask just questions about each other, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And then um, you can... The great thing is you can add something that's subtly sexual and then you can keep going and going and see how far you can go, which is fun. And then you'll you'll find out way too much and then it's like, oh, well, we can't stop now. Do you mean about their, like, previous sexual experience or just, like, what they're into? Yeah, any of that stuff. (laughs) Yeah, that's actually a good idea. I've got to admit, yeah, I've played a bit of truth or dare in my time, especially when you're trying to gauge interest with someone that might be, like, a friend or you're not quite sure... Um, where you're sitting, like a good game of truth or dare will quite often clear, like make it a little bit brighter and a little clearer as to what's Separate going on Separate the friend there. from the potential sexual partner or yeah, boyfriend, or, girlfriend sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah love it. Like, um, you any, any more cheap date ideas, guys? Oh, uh, something we have to address is, you know, not just um, is when you go on any of these kinds of dates is who pays for uh, it. Oh, yes. God, this question. This question. Um, well, in my personal opinion, I don't think that it should be up to either gender or whatever person. Like, I don't think, I always think it should be 50 50. Mm. Even if, for example, if you go on like a dinner date, God forbid, um, <laughs> maybe like one person pays for the drinks and one person pays for the meal or like that sort of thing, you know? I think in, it, in the first date show, it's most of the time the guy, um, the guy grabs the thing and just starts paying for yeah, it. Yeah, but oh my really. god, I just hate that stereotype. I think mm. it's ridiculous. Because I think I think um, there is there is um, a compromise to this. I think whoever organised the date should pay for it. So mm. if if a girl asks a guy out, which they should, girls ask guys out. <laughs> um, just remember, you'll have to pay. For, you should pay for the date. Shouldn't the person who didn't organise it pay? Because like the person who organised it sort of already did the work. Um, well, no, because then the other person will organise the next date and pay yeah, for it. True. Yeah. Or maybe the person who asked them out should pay. It's it's know. like, you know, you can't, you can't really organise something and expect the other person to pay for something. <laughs> they don't know what it is. Yeah, you know what good. I mean? I so, feel like 50-50 is a good bet. I mean, it's always nice to... Like, I feel like it's a nice feeling to pay for something for someone. Like, if you feel... I don't know. It's just a kind thing to do, but it shouldn't be assigned to anyone. It shouldn't be expected. Mm. I think it should be, yes, put down the middle. Um, but then... You know, if you choose to, that's your choice. Mm. Well, personally, I think um, if you if you ask them out on a date, um, whether you're a girl or guy, just pay for the date if you've asked them out and you've organised it. Yeah, and then they can get the, they can get the next one. Mm-hmm. They can yeah. get the next one because that's an investment in. Um, it's an investment because you know, d- um, dating is not just some little stupid thing. Like you're looking for a partner, so it's important to invest the time and money into this sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I would also find that very unappealing if the person didn't even offer to pay or like yeah, just yeah. Ex- that expectation. <laughs> like and, literally sent shutters down my spine. Just and like. the beautiful thing about this segment is that we just talked about cheap and free date ideas. So yeah, you can avoid the matter altogether. If you don't have a notepad and you haven't jotted down like literally everything we said, like why are we even listening? Like, no, because <laughs> we'll podcast we the show. Podcast, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> podcast the show. Um, well, let's chuck it to a song. Stefan, you wanted to play one of these ones. Because oh, yes. This, these are all your choices at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we're going to play 6969 by Ninja Sex Party. Uh, Solid tune. Ninja Sex Party is, uh, as you can see, a comedy band who, you know, they, in their words, they write songs about boning. Um, <laughs> so the song 6969 is not, it's not um, the, the, the actual sex act. It's about the year. 
the sexiest year is of course sixty nine, sixty nine. So they they're going in, they're going forward in time to go the sexiest year and、oh. just exploring. But unfortunately, they found that sixty nine, sixty nine is not the sexiest. It's not as sexy as you think it would be. It's、yeah. a story song, so listen to the whole thing. Okay, I thought it was like a foursome. Anyway, you're on the Naughty <laughs> Rude Show. Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That was sixty nine, sixty nine by Ninja Sex Party. That song was definitely my choice. <laughs> Man.、Yeah. Um, so go out and ch- and check out the YouTube video for that song, sixty nine, sixty nine by Ninja Sex Party. It will be the greatest music video you'll ever see in your life. Trust me on that.、Um, okay, so、uh, we're going to continue with、uh, we're going to reset the. The dates conversation to bad dates. So you're listening to the Naughty Rich Show with Stefan, Katie, and Michaela. It's bad dates time. Bad dates time. Worst dates we've ever been on. I'm gonna start off probably the worst. Oh my god, this is so embarrassing.、Uh, the worst date I've ever been on is、um, a guy invited me over for dinner, and I was like, "Oh, this is like nice. This is, sounds cool." To his house.、Um, I arrived at his、um, house, and he actually、hmm. lived in student dorms,、um, mm-hmm. and we had dinner in his school cafeteria because、oh, nice. he lives in like a, on a uni campus. It was the least romantic thing ever because he also <laughs> got like some sort of discount code, and was, it was just like we were sitting in like with tables with all other people. It was I cannot tell you. Have. And like the fluorescent lighting as well, like classic, like、mm-hmm. cafeteria.、Um, yeah, I left after like an hour. I did like the oh my god, I'm so sorry, I forgot about this. I have to go.、Oh, just, like, like, it was so bad. It, I, can't, I can't even. He really liked reggae, and I was like, there's nothing wrong with reggae, but like he was just not the co- sort of person that could pull off reggae. Oh my god, he was just so bad. Yeah. Oh man. But, yeah, that's the, <laughs> the, disc- it was the discount code. Another deal breaker.、Or? Yeah, I was just like, I mean, it's fine with this discount code if it's actually good food that you're getting. Okay, I was like, just thinking like, wow, this person's responsible with money. Good on them. <laughs> yeah, but for their own school cafeteria, like, no. oh my god, he didn't want to go out to a nice place because he got a discount. You know what I mean? Discount code、mm. for Macca's. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's twenty four <laughs> nuggets date is a good. Date yeah, idea well, at、yeah. McDonald's. Well, you know what? I could go for like twenty four nuggets right now. If anyone wants to take me on a date,、uh, I've got a bit of time after ten o'clock. <laughs>、um, would be keen. Great. Yeah, someone take Michaela on a twenty four nuggets date, please. Yeah, that's, that's fair enough. Is that still? Is that? Are they still doing?、That? I have no idea, but it just sounds like a very、I、special time. Twenty nuggets. I'm sure twenty. I'm she, she's not that fussy. I'm sure twenty nuggets will be fine. Twenty nuggets. Yeah, fine, yeah. You、but. can have four. It's fine. We <laughs> just you know split it. No man, I like. Reminds me of、um, I think the worst date I've been on. That it was similar. It was like. Come around, I'll cook you dinner. It'll be nice. So I was like, "Yeah, cool."、Um, we'd actually been on like a coffee date beforehand, so I, like he seemed really cool and like really chill and friendly. And so I was like, "This will be nice." And I rock up, and he's literally just been on the couch all day playing like games. He's wearing like a singlet and like trackies,、Ugh. and like the kitchen is just disgusting. Like it's not clean.、And、I'm like,、mm, "Cool. I think I'm just gonna." Just gonna go home. Actually, Did you leave immediately.、Um, look, I, I was there for maybe like half an hour,、oh、and then、God. I was like, I just don't feel very well. Like, I think I've got to go. I've contracted like, something from your dirty kitchen. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I was like, oh no. And the problem was because、um, you know the previous date was just he just seemed like such a fantastic guy. We had great conversation. He dressed lovely. Like, was didn't come across at all like he did the second time. So,、exactly. yeah. Oh, so this was the second date. Yeah, it was the second date.、Right. Okay, which somehow makes it worse. I think. Wow. Okay, that's weird. He really dropped the ball. He yeah, he did. It went from、ball. like hundred to zero、yeah. very quickly. Hero to zero. <laughs> <laughs> What about you? Um. Okay. So this was um, this was a while ago when I when I did not understand dating at all, like at all. Whereas um, 
because I, I remember I telling myself I wouldn't I, I wanted to be on the show for a while, but I said I wouldn't go on it unless I actually felt comfortable. This show, stuff. yeah, this show. Oh, yes. I thought you meant another dating show. No, nah, this show. It's <laughs> like trying out for the Bachelor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why he hates them so much. And so a while ago, what I didn't really understand, um, you know, things that I've talked about before, which is you should stop waiting on people to ask you and just ask them out yourself. Mm. This girl was like messaging me on Facebook, so I was like, um, you know, which is rare, at least for me, it is. <laughs> um, g- girls messaging me first. Anyway, um. We actually talked for, like, two or three weeks when I should have just, like, asked her out on a date within day two or day three, really. Um, anyway, she's like, oh, do you want to um, maybe meet up? Not for a date. And I'm just thinking... Um, so, I'm, so yeah, we, we met up. We go on the notorious food or dinner dates in, in the university. And um, nothing really happened. Like, we just talked talked a bit about random stuff. It wasn't, it was, it, it wasn't really, like, a date. Um, and then, you know... Then I go home, and then suddenly I realise that she's actually blocked me on Facebook. Oh my god, what? And he's, now you're probably thinking, Stefan, what did you do? Here's the I thing. Literally, that was the first thing I thought. <laughs> yeah. like, what did you say? I didn't do anything. That was a problem. It was... What? It was so boring. It's, it's, it's like, it's like you, you know, there's, there's like two types of bad movies. There's movies that are so bad, like it's funny. Yeah. You can say, oh, that movie's bad. Or there are... Movies are so mediocre that when you watch them, you just want to die and kill yourself and never want to see it again. <laughs> so this wasn't a bad date. It was so mediocre and boring that she must have been like, okay, I, I, just, I don't want to be mean. I'll just, I'll just block him but so a, I don't have to deal with but it. But a block is so aggressive. I like, know. It's not, and it's, it was really quick too. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> At the time. No, look, I, I'm, I'm, so I'm kind of glad. No, nah, that was a long time ago. I'm kind of glad okay. it happened, to be honest, because um, I didn't I didn't get it at the time. But what I what I understood from that is that that's what I'm saying. When you go on dates, you got to show your personality and oh, not yeah. just not just you know play it safe and just you know just talk about random stuff. And um, she it was at the point where we online were talking for so long that she didn't even feel like it was a date herself. Um, she just wanted to see how it went. And then I just bored her to death. Yeah, right. Well, no, that's okay. You don't bore us to death, though, Stefan. Thank you. That's important. And now you have a girlfriend, so exactly. that girl anyway. Who yeah, well, <laughs> if I didn't go on that super... If I didn't experience that, I could have potentially taken my now girlfriend on a very boring date. Yeah. And we might not be together. <laughs> so, live and you learn. Exactly. That's what I'm saying about the so-called dating is a skill. you got to go on these really crap dates okay. to have good dates. That's true. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah. So that would be the worst. Um, it wasn't the worst for me. It was probably the worst for her. Yeah. <laughs> um, one, of the, <laughs> one of the worst ones that I've heard about recently is from my friend. She actually told me about this this week. Um, it's going back to what we were saying before about Netflix and chill. She mm. just had a, she had a guy um, invite him over to her house again. Classic. We're always going back to each other's houses um but yeah she went to, over to his house and they like watched tv it wasn't even like watching a movie it was like i think something that was already on the tv they sat down on the couch and they were like talking and stuff and then you know like lights still on there's no wine there's no like romance or dinner or anything and then he like leans over and starts kissing her and she's like okay this is sort of awkward but like whatever okay i'll go for it and then he stands up and he takes all his clothes off within like 40 minutes of her getting there and there was no discussion about like you know is that what they wanted to do or anything and he took all his clothes off and then you know they had this very awkward sexual encounter and then after you know something going wrong on you know his behalf she like awkwardly was like I don't really want to like do this anymore and then they just sort of like sat there next to each other on the couch and then she was like um okay well like I'm gonna go now and she left within an hour of like me mm. like even getting there that was like one of the most awkward dates I mean I, when I say it sounds like a friend it literally was my friend it wasn't like me like a mm. long time ago or mm. something but yeah that's the expected sex but like no there was no like 
zhuzh about it. You know what no I mean? No communication, no oh, like, God, discussion. So just like, this is happening now. Yeah. <laughs> he literally took the wow. Netflix and Kill meme and followed it. Yeah, oh exactly. God. But without the Netflix, like, didn't even. Yeah, yeah. there wasn't even like a sit down. Just with the, the free to wear and strip, <laughs> apparently. Yeah, if you're going to try and do sex on the first date, try and at least do it well. So that's why she left, because, like, you don't even have Netflix. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is this, Stan? Nobody wants Stan. <laughs> Ten played. Sounds actually, pretty, sounds actually pretty good. I love uh, Stan. Yeah. <laughs> so I watched RuPaul's Drag Race on Stan. <gasps> oh, man. Yeah, what a good show. Yeah, look, Stan and Chill. Give that a Stan go. Stan and Chill. But Maybe I'm better luck next time. Oh, Foxtail and Chill. Or... Like, the fact that it's got, like, a human name just makes it a little, yeah. little creepy. I don't know. <laughs> I expect him to have, like, an English accent. Like... <laughs> I, I, I call it um, something that I made up literally just now is Netflix and skills. So <laughs> you need to. What do you do? You, you need to. Netflix skills. is not the main thing. You need to do other things. You need to. Be, you need to be nice. You need to take them on a nice date. You need to have. Like you said, discussions. Oh, my God. Classic. It's not just... You don't just have Netflix and then go straight to the chill. You need to skillfully do other things. Plan plan your date. Um, uh, you know, you know restri- um, invite them over f- and watch actual Netflix. And, uh, yeah, just just be nice. Go on. Don't, don't, don't follow a meme. I really like that. Netflix and skills. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, it makes sense. Come too. on, boys. <laughs> um, yeah, I have an- another one just... This uh, memo, just alert to everyone who's ever going to go out on a first date. Um, it happened to another one of my friends where um, they went out to coffee with this guy and he spent um, pretty much the entire time talking about his ex. Oh, so, if you, yeah, I know. It seems so straightforward. And there are some ways where it could be like a, you know, a, a constructive discussion like, oh, yeah, the, this is in my past. This is what happened in my last relationship. No, he spent the whole time talking about his ex. People do, like, bring that up. Usually the other person will be like, oh, so have you dated anyone lately? They it, always bring that up. Yeah, yeah, which is fine if it's, like, a conversational thing, but sometimes it ends up being just word vomit. So, yeah, word mm. of advice to people, Man. do not talk about your ex There's on a date. There's so many things that, like, I would just say, yeah, try and keep out of the, the date world, uh, which maybe we can have a bit of a chat about coming up. I yeah. think it's more like um, don't, don't like, necessarily avoid the subject. Like, you, you have an ex that things happen, right? But don't talk about it the whole time. It's like, yeah, um, yeah, I date this person. It, it ended. This is why it ended. But you know, moving on, that sort of thing. Then that's it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want because you don't want to seem like you're avoiding the subject too. It's like, why? Why are they telling me about their ex? Is, is it? Are they hiding something? Was it really messy? Oh, you know, God. you want to be. You want to be um, honest, obviously. You want to be hiding something. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to go straight into another song. This is the song is called "Endlessly" by Amaranth, uh, the singer. Um, Elise, Elise Wright, I think her name is. She's got a really great voice and she's Swedish. So oh, enjoy. To it. That was Endlessly by Amaranth, a Swedish, Swedish rock band, Swedish metal band. Uh, you're listening to The Naughty Root Show with Katie, Stefan and Michaela. And we're going to go into Tumblr questions now. First off is uh, a straight female has asked... What are your favourite sex positions? What works best for you? Um, she's looking to try something new with a boyfriend. Oh, God. See, the thing is, the problem, even though I'm hosting this show right now, I'm actually really not very sexually adventurous in my positions at all. Um, I think from behind... Oh, my God, I can't believe I'm talking about this right now. But I think <laughs> from behind is probably a really good one. especially Doggy style? Can, doggy style, yeah. yeah. Especially if you get a mirror involved. This is really? something yeah. I learned from the movie American Psycho. Um, <laughs> not the actual murdering bit, but the... the, the, <laughs> but, the but the mirror... 
<laughs> but the mirror sex, it can actually make it very uh, interesting because you get to see things. Because, like, I mean, especially for me being the girl in that um, position, a lot of the time it's literally just fa- face on pillow, you know, not really seeing much. So if you involve a mirror, it actually makes it a lot more interesting. Um, I also quite like the lying down bit one as well because you can always, like, you know, Use Wait, your who, ro- who's lying? You lying? Or- me? Oh, sorry. Me, I lie down. Oh, mis- so missionary, right? Yeah. No, missionary. no, no, no. No, I lie on my stomach. Oh, from okay. that way, but it's like full on lying down because then I don't have to do any work at all. I'm just like starfished out, and then it's <laughs> okay. just like all happy yeah. to me. And you can even do, like use your own hands if you want. I've to. got a question about the mirror placement. Is that like to see their face or like? No, it's to see the whole like position as mm. a whole. Okay. The, the yeah, mirror gotcha. is actually in the in my room. I actually right. have a my whole wardrobe is a mirror, so it's not really placed in a specific See, way. for some reason I pictured like a handheld mirror and you just like oh check yourself <laughs> out. Like your face and check out your partner and be like, oh yeah. yeah. Like, I'm like doing my makeup at the same time. I'm like, oh yeah. Uh, yeah no, it was like, like magnified like lighting ones. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> no, I meant like a full on, full yeah. length mirror. Um, yeah, they're probably the ones that I can think of. Or maybe uh, even like... Um, like the guys standing up, but you're like on the bed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, you know what I mean by that? Yeah, yeah, I know what yeah. you mean. Yep. Yeah. One of I, those. <laughs> I think so. I don't know the names for anything either. I don't know. I think like, mm-hmm. um, I don't know whether anatomically is the correct way, but like position wise, it's, yeah, it's generally pretty good as far as hitting like a good spot. Um, I know personally, like, a lot of guys love doing like with the girl on top, but I just have mm. zero rhythm or like, self-control so I, yeah, like, I, like I feel like the risk of injury or like stress on my part is so much greater really um, I don't know how you feel Kate yeah but I, I feel like because I'm not like I'm in control and um, if you move too far obviously then like there's a risk of pain involved oh, okay. um, but yeah each their own personally not my favorite I'm, I'm kind of the same I'm like if I can put in as little energy as possible <laughs> I still a, have a good a time slob, then, but yeah oh my god <laughs> It's so bad because I'm like, I know it should be like equal, you know, partnership's great, like endorphin rush from the exercise and stuff. But at the same time, I'm like, if I can. I don't get an endorphin rush from exercise anyway. Like I could go (laughs) run and be like, all right, I'm lying down. Like I'm done with this. So it's like (laughs) not going to change in the bedroom. Sorry about it. What about you? What do you think, Stephanie? Okay. So um, first of all, just remember that each girl and guy is very, very different. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Because you guys... I listened to both you guys. You said positions that I liked or positions that I tried and I didn't really like that much. Oh, really? Um, so, you know, uh, I, I'm kind of similar to you, Katie. I, I don't think I'm really that adventurous. We just do the usual, the missionary. And uh, as, as you said, Michaela, the one on top, which you said you weren't entirely a fan of. Um, mm. But um, me, me and my girlfriend like that one a lot, so it's it's fine. Um, I think um, if if... It's good that you're asking this instead of, you know, just um, looking up porn because remember the thing about porn. Porn is about camera angles um, and you can actually hurt yourself doing some of the um, things that they do in porn. Yeah, I That's, swear, some girls' legs, like, they, I don't even know how they are that flexible. I don't yeah. understand. So you could injure yourself. In, in, in saying that, like, there are certain positions you can see that you can try, but you've got to be careful, obviously, make sure mm. you don't hurt yourself. So, you know, you can try things like doggy style, reverse cowgirl, missionary. Um, to see, to try something and see if you like it, if you're not comfortable, you know, 
maybe shift a leg. You know what, as well? You can invest this. We were talking about Sexy Land last week. You can invest in some sex dice from yeah. um, Sexy Land. They've got, like, the position on them, and then you, like, roll it. And then I don't actually personally have these, but it would be great if I could get them. Yeah, you roll it. I think it's, like, the room that you do it in or, like, whatever. Oh, wow. And then the position or, like, where you do it or something. I feel like that would be amazing because I'm terrible at making decisions as yeah. well. So oh, you man. just roll the dice, and it shows you the position to do it in, and then you can change it up with, like, yeah, I think it's, like, outside, like, in the car, like all that sort of stuff. I don't understand the transition between rooms. Might, that might be a bit difficult, but um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, maybe invest in some sex dice. That's my opinion. Yeah, and there's other things you can incorporate to spice things up. Like you can do a bit of spanking. Yeah. Um, I, I, spanking makes me feel so uncomfortable. That's, yeah, yeah I, I can't do it. I'm really, I've tried and just it's just not for me. I feel like, oh my God, I'm so boring. Like how am I hosting this show and like... <laughs> I, I'm like literally the least sexual adventurous person I know. I think um, when you listen to listen back to the podcast, Katie, um, <laughs> you, you'll be able to take some of the awesome ideas we've we've come yeah. up with and try it in a better room and see. You're not you're not as boring as you think you are. I'm yeah. sure. I can get freaky, yeah. you know. <laughs> oh, my God, what's wrong with me? <laughs> yeah, you can, try, you can try things like spanking, you know, oral sex. Um, Some like, sensory deprivation stuff as well can <gasps> be quite fun. Oh, my God. Just saying. That's you mean, like, like turning the lights off? Uh, yeah, like, I don't know. Blindfolding. Yeah, like, mm. earplugs. <laughs> well, just, you know, like, when you, when you can't see what's happening and we're, like, and it can be, especially with four players, really good because, like, it's all that, touch-based stuff Mm -hmm. that you don't know where it's coming from next um, can be really, like, interesting. It could just be the lightest touch and can drive you crazy. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I I think that's always a good one to add if you're looking to spice some stuff up. Do try try just the lighting, you know, so, you know, you can try with candles. Um, Oh, yeah. Candles would be nice. And you can also, you know, the music as well. So have music, maybe not have any music at all. Definitely try 6969 by Ninja Sex Party. <laughs> yeah. At uh, least you get like a length of a song. Yeah. You, yeah. So you can last the entire song. Oh, <laughs> eight minutes of heaven. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, yeah, those, those are some good ideas for you to try. Uh, is there anything else anyone wants to add to that or are we good? We're all good. Let's move okay. on. So someone's asking um, about anal, uh, which... <laughs> Um, I haven't actually tried anal. Something that I would say, I mean, this is a joke to be fair, um, Jim Jeffries on his comedy was talking about porn and talking about anal. He's like, here's the thing about anal and porn. Okay, so you can you can watch porn, you can hear porn, you can see porn, but you can't smell porn. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Let's keep that in mind. Um, oh that's pretty funny though, isn't it? Uh, but also, yeah, yeah. Um, the thickest lube. The thickest lube that you yeah, can get, look, and yeah. be safe because I think isn't like anal like probably the most in terms of safe sex. It's safe sex is like the most dangerous potentially. Yeah. yeah um, there, there's a lot of things that could go wrong with <laughs> anal sex, um, and also one thing that I have learned not from experience, just in general, is that once you put it in the bud, you cannot put it anywhere else. Oh. Because it spreads to germs, and that's yeah. how people get UTIs. And I don't know if you've ever had a UTI, but it is not a lot of fun. Yeah. So do you just change condoms? or? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah make or sure you are using a condom. Keep it hard to main thing. Um, yeah, and that way you can just take that off um, and grab another one, a nice, clean, fresh one that is within its expiry date, just covering all bases. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I guess the main things are, like, heats of lubrication, take it slow because, you know, most people, especially if it's like your first time, not used to that kind of um, 
that kind of sensation I'm going to go with. So, yeah, like definitely take care and be very um, conscious of your partner's reactions and get them to say, like, if everything's okay or if not to speak up. That's a lot of trust involved. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I listened to this uh, podcast and they were saying um, what you should do is um, use your fingers first before you put the dick. Because, oh my God. I mean, that makes sense, right? Yeah. You know, thumb attack, as they, as they say. <laughs> Maybe without Don't actually the attack, attack part, it, though. Just like, <laughs> the attack is a lot more aggressive but, than I know, would like. Use, your, use your, um, your index and your middle finger. And because obviously it's, you know, it's uh, not, not as thick as your penis. So that, that's that's where to ease them into it as yeah. well. Mm. Also, apparently, uh, silicone-based lube for anal is really good. Just got that from a listener. <laughs> Straight oh. th- this just in from my phone. <laughs> so this yeah, if you're gonna in. try it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my god, it's fun. <laughs> uh, classic. Yeah. So um, try anal if you want to. Why not? I'm not going to anytime soon because I'm scared of it. So yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not really like. Some people are super into it. But I, I do, I do um, advocate for anal equality. So, guys, if you're going to um, put, put your penis in, in your girl's ass, at least let her. If she wants to peg you back, let her. But also, nice. I, think, I think that with that as well, if they want... I think that guys would actually probably really like it if they give themselves the chance. You know mm. what I mean? Like, mm. I think people... Like, guys are so quick to be like, I don't want that. That's how, <laughs> that's how all guys sound in my mind. I don't want that. <laughs> well, I'm sure there's lots of guys listening who really enjoy pegging. Yeah, exactly. So, pegging. Guys, if, if, cool. if anyone... By the way, it's the, the Tumblr is not, is not just for um, questions. You can also just, you know, send us comments about the show. So, if there's any guys or girls who've tried anal or pegging or any of that thing, please send it to the thenaughtyrootshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask within the next 10 minutes or so and we'll read about it all on air. Love it. Um, okay. We, we want to hit a song, guys? Yeah, so yeah. Um, because um, Naughty Roo is a very Christian, um, is a very Christian show, um, we're going to play... Um, that yeah, one. <laughs> yeah uh, Stars by Skillet. This is a Christian rock band because, you know, Easter Sunday today and uh, Jesus... <laughs> and, you know, oh, Jesus yeah. rises again. And uh, so we're going to play a Christian song. But, you know, okay. this, the good thing about Christian music is I have universal themes of love and all that stuff. So it's just going to be a really nice yeah, song. I love it. Yeah. Let's do it. Stars by Skillet there. Some Christian rock, um, which goes really well this show. <laughs> um, you're listening to the Naughty Roots show with Stefan, Michaela, and Katie. Uh, Katie, I think uh, you've got the topic for this segment. Yeah, well, we've been talking about dating all show. Um, now I want to ask you guys just like a few questions about like mm. dating etiquette and like what it means to be a good person on a good date and maybe, you know, your opinion on things like having sex on the first date, foe or against, or what do you reckon? Ooh. I think <laughs> it depends very much um, on the date, the person, the how will you know them, Um and how comfortable you feel. Like, I think I wouldn't say flat out no, because, I mean, sometimes things are just going amazingly well and that's what you want to do and that's fine. Um, but as a general rule, I say try not to. Um, but I think there are some instances where, like, you'll be going out on a date with someone that you've been friends with for a while. Yep. You may have been, like, interacting and flirting with for a while. And I think it's a much easier transition if you kind of already know them and then this first date is, you know, your first time to actually be... It's very true. Like, romantically together and, like, mm. one-on-one together and then it's a pretty easy transition to it. Yeah, maybe there was a lot of sexual tension there. You just yeah. to get out. Mm. Just need to resolve that. But yeah. potentially if it's the meeting person for the first time and, you know, it's, like, civil and it's flirtatious but it's not, um, yeah, overly overly forward, then I'd say probably hold off um, just until you feel more comfortable with them, I think. 
I, I'm a believer in not playing um, games, so I think um, you should... Uh, this goes for everything, not just having sex on the first date. If you want to have sex on the first date, um, I think you should. Yeah. I think you should do it if, if that's what you want to do. Yeah. Um, you know, keep in mind the other person, that sort of thing. Um, and uh, also, you know, and same with texting as well. Like the whole um, texting three days after, blah blah. Just oh my text. God. I'm so bad at that. Text. Yeah, just text. Bothered. Just text when you want to text. Like if if you want to um if if you want to make make that person's phone like a like a like a. Um, like a fake vibrator with all the fucking texting you send them. <laughs> By all means, just do it. Keep just text them, text them. Um, yeah, with that, the thing is with having sex on the first date mm. that I've found is that some people like to, you know, they wait until the third date or the fifth date or whatever because they feel like it's holding off something to live a little bit more up to a surprise. They but feel your like, life is not a romantic comedy. Though. Yeah, that's mm. true. But yeah, it's this expectation that if you've mm. already, after you've had sex, that you're going to want to continue to have sex again. It won't just be a one night stand thing. That's what I think. That's the issue that I've encountered yes. with my friends and people I know is that, mm. yeah, there's this sort of limitation you get with either if you leave it too long or you don't leave it long enough. I like to think that just because you've had sex on the first date it might not necessarily mean you want to have it again, mm. you know? That's sort of the, the issue that I've found in my experience. Do it when it feels right. Yeah, I do it when I... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, and, like, waiting till the third date to to have sex, like, doesn't necessarily mean that they'll also be around for a fourth date. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. I find a lot of friends, yeah, hold off thinking, okay, so by then they like me, they want to stick around for, like, the foreseeable future. Um, I've secured them in a yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, at, at no point, whether that's the third date, like, the fifth date, whatever, along the way, um, is not uh, an obligation for a next date. Yeah, exactly. You know? So, uh, yeah, as much as I'm like, wait around, see if you kind of like them a bit better and, you know, if you do want to keep that, I don't know, el- element to explore. But, yeah, you can't can't be upset, I guess, yeah. if, you know, that date didn't go well and then there's not a fourth one. I mean, it's because human beings are so different, you don't really know what the other person's yeah. thinking. It's impossible to make the so-called right choice. Yeah. So you'll just have to make a choice and it might be right or wrong, mm. but you'll just have to, yeah, to stick with it. That is true. Mm. With that... What do you reckon you guys should do if you don't want to go on another date with someone that maybe you've been on two dates, maybe you've been on four dates or whatever? This is sort of, I'm saying, in a casual relationship, not necessarily it's too early to be a breakup. Mm. I know I, regretfully, in the past, have literally just ignored people and still they stopped messaging me just because that confrontation is too awkward. I feel like I feel bad for being like, hey, can we just be friends? Because you know that you're not going to want to be their friend. Like, I feel like there's not much of a way that you can have a conversation that doesn't end in like awkwardness and I hate awkwardness you know what I mean so what do you reckon the best way is to like let someone down easy I think it's I think um, it's it's there there is nothing you can do to make it non-awkward yeah so yeah. you'll just have to say just be honest and say um, uh, thank you for the date or something um, I don't I don't wish to go further with this or I, I don't think there'll be a second date um, you're nice but I didn't feel anything that sort of thing mm. and I think the person you know Sometimes people get pissed off about these things, but, you know, um, it's actually really infuriating when you don't know what the other person is thinking and they just ghost you, yeah. which is when they don't text back at all. And oh that's really God, frustrating. Oh, my God, I feel so bad about when I did that. It was, like, two We've years ago now, so it. it really doesn't matter. But, like, oh, my God, I still feel so bad. Mm. Yeah, don't worry. I've been there. And it's, <laughs> it's not... It, like, you do feel terrible because you know that the right thing to do and, you know, like, the least painful thing for them and for you, like, is just to be honest and to send them a message, like, if they are asking, just be like, hey, actually, like, had a really great time but not interested, um, you know, like, 
that's fine. Like it's it's obviously much kinder to them, <laughs> but you know sometimes I totally understand. You just I fear that awkwardness and fear the backlash occasionally. Mm. Um, yeah. And what advice would you have for the person who's like receiving that text or maybe is being ghosted? Don't be like aggressive. I'm just yeah. um, You know, there's nothing like that's just shit happens. And if they don't like, like, you know, feel for you that way, there's no way you're going to force it. And with that sort of situation, the advice that I would have for the person that I did it ignore was take a hint. If I haven't messaged you back, like, the sixth time you've messaged me in two weeks, mm-hmm. I think that it's like a dignity thing where maybe you should just sort of let it go. It's not going to happen, mm. you know? That's what I think as well. And, yeah, I've done that before where you sort of like really hold on and be like, maybe if I, like, really try some more, they'll, mm. but there's there will be no amount of trying that will make them interested, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I think maybe you could, um, if they haven't texted you back, you know, send them a text going, hey, 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 they haven't texted you back, and trust me, they have seen the text. Yeah. Mm. It's a text yeah. message. They have seen the text. Yeah. Um, Anybody and- who says, oh, my God, I like didn't never saw this they're like they're lying yeah they're lying and then if they haven't responded maybe in a maybe in a few days later send them one more and then if they don't respond well obviously that's it yeah and then just move on and don't worry about it just think uh, it's a reflection on them if they if they weren't nice enough to text you back i think yeah Um, (laughs) that was me look i've been in a situation like relatively recently i'll say where like um i was getting attention from this guy that I was not reciprocated at all. Yep. And I'd said to him actually on a number of occasions, be like, I'm not interested. I don't want to go out on a date with you. <sighs> like, I'm just not, I'm not interested. Mm. And would con- would get all these messages, Facebook messages, and then be like, oh, I'm not reaching you on Facebook. I'll send you a text message. I'm let like, go. Oh, I've told you. Like, you I've told literally them. told you oh, I'm not keen. Um, and now I'm ignoring you. Yeah. And like... Yeah, it was it was kind of funny because he's a, he's a lovely guy, but um, just didn't didn't pick up on that hint at all, and even had a friend you know Facebook message me and I responded immediately because it comes through on my phone, mm. um, and he was like, oh, you like messaged them, like you haven't seen mine. I'm How like, did he know that you messaged that person? That's though? creepy. Yeah, he, yeah. Well, like we're like live quite close together. Like everyone chats with everyone it's kind of oh, yeah because yeah. I live at, I live at a residential college so ah, like this makes uh, sense okay. yeah. I was yeah. like how was he like looking at you through the window no no, he, no no like, no not that far realize. not that far but just like trying to be friendly trying to be like yeah. a friend but just kind of bordering on that mm, I'm not interested yeah I mean that's another thing itself because I figured if you say I'm not interested I don't know how you can be any more clear than yeah. that yeah, exactly. without, that without being you know mean well yeah so that's, that's why I ghosted yeah exactly <laughs> I've got well, nothing different. else you know, I've just got to cut and of course if you're being ghosted just remember that um, the other person who ghosted you they don't want they they just don't want to hurt your feelings which yeah. is yeah. Yeah, which is a nice thing as well yeah we'll take it from Stefan a girl blocked him but he has a girlfriend now so yeah exactly it's, it's all no big is deal. well in the yeah world. yeah exactly he so move on increased his skills exactly, yeah, exactly. And Netflix skills, and skills uh, Netflix and skills <laughs> that's great um, and another thing I wanted to ask you guys as well with the word date right for example if you ask someone on a date is there an expectation that things will occur romantically is there ever a situation where it could just be a mutual friend thing you know because I feel like if you say the word oh do you want to go on a date and then afterwards you say we just have to be friends like but if you never negotiated a relationship in the first place like is it still do you know what I mean but if you mm-hmm. said it was a date then the other person would consider it a date yeah but and if you say if, 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 I know and if you're saying that um oh they're oh, we're just going to be friends. So in my opinion, that's like, okay, they tried the date, it didn't really seem to work out. You're better as a friend. That's but what how I'm many people that. ask people, like, 
do you want to go on a date with me? People are usually like, oh, do you want to, like, hang out here, you know? When does it get, like, that expectation where it becomes... Well, I feel like the the word date and, you know, any iterations, um, depending on the vibe of hang out or grab a drink or um, have dinner or anything like that that can be interpreted as go on a date, um, is... I feel like there isn't that obligation. I think I think there is that maybe that small expectation that you're going and looking at a potential romantic option, but there's no obligation from there to continue with it. I think yeah. of it more of an as an explanation and um, a chance to get to know this person and, and to look at them as a potential partner. Um, I think that's what that means to me. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, from there, obviously, you can decide whether or not they are suitable as a potential partner or not. And then... You know, if they're not, you're like, well, we're better as friends and that's fine. But, yeah. I used the word date. When I was asking girls out for dates, I used the word dates. Yeah. Mm. And, like... It's, it's very, um, like... Clear. Yeah, descriptive. Clear. You know, but you get it. I would also say things like, let's go on a cute date. Cute? So, it would make it a little bit, you know, less, oh, date. Oh. Yeah. You know, it's, oh, cute date. That's nice. That's like a bit Cute date. Because it's still, it's still a date because it's just a cute one. Mm. Um. Yeah, I would use the word date, you know, at least they know, you know, and then they'll be like, oh, okay, he doesn't want to hang out, f- he doesn't want to hang out for a drink. He yeah. he or she actually wants to go on a date. Hmm. And yeah. with that, even though I know I hate awkward conversations, a good thing maybe to have, maybe not on the first date, but in the first few dates, is a conversation about what you both want out of this dating. Whether it's like, I'm here, like you say on like a Tinder profile, like just here for a hookup, like all that sort of stuff. Mm-mm. I yeah. think like prefacing your relationship sort of like gets you out of this icky, like awkward situation where for me, the person that I stopped talking to obviously really wanted to like make it a serious thing and I totally wasn't ready for that. Yeah. Um, but we never really talked about it Mm. so that's a good way yeah if you're doing a date then you know preface it by what you both expect out of it yeah i think that's good great guys okay well we've only got like a couple minutes left actually so well let's chuck it to a song to kick us out of this show yeah i guess we're out so this is basically the end of um this this run of naughty root show oh yeah Um, we're gonna be on the sin nation next yeah i won't be yeah we're gonna be on naughty root show will be on sin nation it's exciting it's our digital station uh for sin so you can find it and you can stream it online at the sin website or there are also some radio streaming apps that you can get it or of course on your digital radio and always online on sin.org.au. Is it going to be at the same time? Yes, it's, it will be at the same time. 8pm <laughs> till 10pm. Cool. So before next week, ask us some more questions on the naughtyrudeshow.tumblr.com forward slash ask. Um, thanks for chatting with me tonight, guys. Yeah, it's been a great show. These are my favourite shows. So <laughs> oh, great. three that we've done. Oh, <laughs> really All right. Have a lovely week. Have a lovely Easter, everyone. Oh, yeah. Happy <laughs> <laughs> you can listen to the Naughty Rude Show live 8 to 10 p.m. every Sunday on Sin Nation. So, so, so scandalous.